Welcome to the Sunny Side Podcast Show with me, Scott. And me, PJ. And me, Ron. Cue the music. hot apparently scott has been saying non-stop scott's been saying that for the entirety of this week yeah because that's how hot. we record this show one <laughs> per week one per week yeah. never never look at how the, how the magic is made um i have been watching uh some stuff on amazon prime uh so was i today oh yeah, so was really? i okay Ooh. well let's see if we were all watching the same let's all say the same thing let's all say the most recent thing we were watching at the same time when i count down from three okay, okay. three Two, one. Goliath. Life Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't. That, 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 well, that uh, went whoa, pretty much as expected. Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces. Yeah. My wife's been watching that. I should it's watch it. Very good. Okay. Okay. So, so you're I think contemporary, talk, and I'm we, like late nineties. We've talked about life. Yeah. In, I think we've talked about Life in Pieces before. Have we talked about it before? We've talked about it when we were talking about writing, and you said it's really good. Oh yeah. Show so the, 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 the format, four story format thing yeah. for the little half hours. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's there's three seasons on uh, on Amazon Prime, <laughs> and you'll blow through it. It's fantastic. Okay. Goliath. Goliath. I've been watching Goliath, which is a Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, as, and season as, two is just starting. I think season two's just started. I'm yeah. so I'm watching season one. Okay, it sort of it builds and builds and builds to be this kind of big conspiracy thing. Um, it's very much a show where you watch and you go, ah, Billy Bob Thornton's had his contract written out for all of the things he wants to happen in this. So yeah. what is the uh, premise of Glass? Because I mean, I had to recommend it to he's me, a but bad, I, I not bad lawyer, but like a he's a he's, he's a kick-ass lawyer who doesn't play by the rules, and all the women want to sleep with him, no matter oh, no matter novel. how horrible looking he is, and like a you know, how horrible looking he is. <laughs> No, regardless of how gnome-like he is, all the women want to sleep with him. The women who are lesbians want to sleep with him. The women who are prostitutes and can sleep with any man because they're incredible looking want to sleep with him. All of them want to sleep with him, and he just doesn't want to sleep with anyone because that's who Billy Bob Thornton is. Because he's miserable. Because he's miserable, and he's just it's like I, I'm a miserable guy. And he, uh, it's a, it, 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 I mean, it's a, it's breadcrumbed a little bit, but it, I mean, the gist of it is he's he's sort of he used to be the he was the guy that set up this massive firm that represents um the the all sorts of big big companies and now he's kind of a bit of a down as luck not great kind of everything's been taken away from him. but at the same time he's still preposterously good at whatever it is he's decided to do and i used to be an alcoholic but now i'm not and here i am at alcoholics weekly would you all stop trying to sleep with me for god's sake uh and, and he's, he's the best alcoholic he's he? the best alcoholic there is um and it's kind of i mean it's preposterous i i, I I, I to this day I think the finest example of of a show a, a program or a film that skewered what Hollywood does is the scene in the last action hero where Arnold Schwarzenegger as the cop goes to the police station and and it it shows oh, you Oh and they have the animated character they have the animated have. character and they have this <laughs> absurd police station the other character is going this is, this is, doesn't look like a normal police station and he's going yeah no this is a perfectly normal police station these are what perfectly normal police stations look like come on let's talk to the animated cat you yeah. know it's like it's like that it's like there is no way on earth anyone in the law works like this this just isn't the way it happens um so he 
it, it's somebody comes to him and says, "Look, my husband's uh, supposed to have killed himself, and I want you to represent me." Uh, and it's a little complicated to begin with, and it gets furiously more complicated. And I think it's called Goliath because it's essentially David versus Goliath. It's it it builds and builds and builds. It's a bit like um, what's that film with? Um, uh, Julia Roberts, where she is the kind Aaron of Aaron Brockovich. It's a, it's a Aaron Bro. It's like Aaron. It's like someone went, yeah, we like Aaron Brockovich as, as a true life tale, but is there any way we can really ramp it up as a Hollywood thing and maybe make Billy Bo- Bob Thornton a kind of human scrawled nutsack to make him sexy? I mean, he was doing that on his own. <laughs> yeah, he really so was. It's like Aaron Brockovich, less boobs, more Billy Bobs. Yeah, yeah. more Billy Bobs. But I was interested in watching it because it's whenever it's whenever the lead character is also named after the lead the, the lead actor. Is he there's a name like Nick is Goliath? He no, he's called Billy. Billy Goliath? <laughs> no, no, Billy oh. McGill or something. I always think that's like whenever actors get so powerful that they get it written into the contracts that they don't have to learn a new character <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it just seems a bit weak sauce to me. Like it's, it's like I want everyone to know this is my vehicle, so it better have my name on all of it. And mm. it's kind of and and it is really. I mean, you can see the acting going on sometimes. I don't, I don't really like Billy Bob Thornton as as an actor anyway. Oh, I, I couldn't I, tell. I. I, I <laughs> and anything I've never really warmed to him. He yeah. always seems a bit. He's very good in the first series of Fargo. Yeah, Fargo is, I think, some of the best stuff that he's done. But yeah, like I can take him or leave him. Yeah, but I, I was he's interested got, in watching the series because the second series, Mark Duplass seems to be the the lead antagonist, uh-huh. and I really like Mark Duplass, and he generally only takes things that are that are gonna. Yeah. Well, know, this one's got John. It's not John Hurt. Um, what's his name? John Leguizamo. No, 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 no. It's one of the Hurts, but not John Hurt. It's William, not William Hurt. William Hurt's in it uh, as as a kind of as a former partner who somehow has got his whole face. Scarred. I've seen William Hurt in precisely one thing. Was what's it Lost that? in Space? No, it was not Lost in Space. Two things then? No, I, what the, wait, which Lost in Space? The old one. Nineteen ninety six Lost in Space. The Matt LeBlanc one? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. okay it's good. So I've, I've seen John like Hurt in precisely one, William Hurt in precisely one thing, The History of Violence. Okay, he's supposed to be good in that, isn't he? He's brilliant in it, but that's, I haven't, he, as far as I'm concerned, he has made one thing. You never watched the newsroom? Yeah. Where he was like the main character in it? Oh, no, it wasn't That was Jeff Daniels? was Jeff Daniels. Why am I getting them mixed up in my head? <laughs> that's Jeff Daniels? You're right. I thought... For a split second, I was like, shit, maybe I haven't watched Newsroom. No, William Hurt is in one of my favorite films, which is called Up in Smoke. You ever seen that? No. Mm-hmm. It's uh, this like um, slice of life little drama set in New York City. Uh, there's Actually, there's two films. One's called Blue in the Face and one's called Sm- uh, Up in Smoke. And they're kind of like um, companion pieces to each other, but it's just set around a cigar a cigar shop. All right. And loads of like famous actors are in it. And it, it's uh, he plays a writer in it. He actually plays the writer in the story that wrote the stories that the film's based on. Oh, right, okay. But yeah, no, they're, they're well worth checking out. Yeah, like, he's very good in it, but it's just, I've never, I never see him in anything. It's a very, it's a very American-y kind of, mm. uh, it's, it's like, um, it's not Up and Smoke, that's a Cheech and Chong film. It's just called Smoke. <laughs> I, did, I did, like, Up and Smoke. There, there's, a, the, 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 the thing I would recommend, though, is there's a really fun kind of Australian show that in some ways it's like, it's a little like that, but also nothing like it at all. It's called Rake. Uh, and it's it's basically I've just ran out of names for things. No, no, it's <laughs> called Rake. It's an Australian Aust- Australian. A Rake is you know he's a character. He's quite the character. Oh, okay. He's quite this dodgy character in some ways. Hey, it's oh god, it's what's the series called Ho? No, <laughs> I, th- I was gonna say Ho. No, <laughs> damn it. No, it's called Rake. He's, he, it's um. Is it god, Billy Rake? It? 
No, no. The the character, the actor is is an Australian actor, but he was also in God. What was he in? He always looks was like Lu- Lucius Malfoy. No, but he. Oh fuck it, I can't remember the name. He looks like Lucius Malfoy. No, he he was in. Was he in? He was the the one of the bad guys in um in oh. And this is really terrible. Is it the guy uh, from FX? Is it? Is it no, no, is no, it? no, no, no. It's not that guy. Shut up. Is it no, Paul? Hogan? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, Richard Roxburgh. Roxburgh. Oh, Richard Roxburgh. Is he yeah. Australian? Who's, who's Richard yeah. Roxburgh? Because he was in a film I watched yesterday. Let me okay. see. Who's, he was. He's in Mission Impossible Two. He plays like the the, the henchman to the, the absolutely terrible uh, the South African Scott. South African yeah. accent. Yes, that's Richard Roxburgh. Him, that guy there. I'm showing you. I picture believe of. I broke his jaw. That guy. That guy. Yeah, he, okay. plays, he, he plays. He, he played he Sherlock plays Holmes once. Did he? Oh yeah. The, in one of the BBC specials before they settled oh, okay, on, um, okay. He, he played like I think it was. 100 I mean, at this stage, hasn't everyone? Yeah. Yeah. But look, he's, it's really funny. He's he's this kind of alcohol. He's a brilliant barrister uh, who is alcoholic and is also kind of drug abuser. Wait, is this Goliath? No, and no, I'm talking about Rake. That's why I'm saying they're as a companion piece. They're interesting. Oh, right. I mean, they, it doesn't they, sound like a companion piece. It sounds like a remake. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're completely different. I mean, they're, they're, one's they're, a barrister and one's a lawyer. Scott, yeah, come on. No, no. The, Rake is essentially a bunch of individual stories that are that are told with a, with a through line of his life, whereas a Goliath is one big story that builds and builds and builds so that's that's one big difference but but it, it feels like when i was a kid right uh there do you remember the comic strip presents did you ever watch the comic strip presents yes with right. don yeah. french and, okay yeah. yeah well there was an episode of it which was um i think it was called red can which was basically what if hollywood remade the miners strike with it was hollywood. called strike it was called strike yeah yeah, yeah. uh and it, it got a kate bush song in it yeah. called, oh Called, I remember uh, the which for Ken is the yeah, leader yeah, yeah. of the JLC. Yeah, yeah, and and so it took all these major political figures and cast them with Hollywood actors. So um, I think was it was it um, what's his what's his name? Uh, Ken Livingstone was played by uh, De Niro or someone. It was that that was like every actor. Who, every played, who played Arthur Scargill? Oh, Arthur Scargill. Pacino, yes, was Pacino so. yeah. was Scargill, and and um, Meryl Streep was his wife, I think, <laughs> and which has made made it impossible to ever watch the film Thatcher, which had Meryl Streep playing Thatcher. <laughs> There's just no way to watch it. But it, it, it's it's like that. It's like it's so Hollywood. The the, the rake is brilliant. It's very funny, and it's a little rude, but it's really good. Uh, and there's about three <laughs> series of it. <laughs> <laughs> just in mind, it's just a silly way. It's a little rude, but it's really good. Okay, and you just glossed over it like it was nothing. <laughs> like all you do is spit rhymes all day. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it was accidental. What can I tell you? Um, so yeah, it was it's, accidental, and I'm not mental. <laughs> <laughs> it's fundamental. Um, Anyway, Rake is good, but and Goliath is good in a very different way. But they're just interesting that Goliath feels like a Hollywoodized version of of what a lawyer's life would be like, whereas Rake feels like okay, I can sort of see that there's real reality to that. You know, they they remade Rake. Uh, uh, there's an American version of Rake oh, as well, gosh. but it's got a different name. But God anyway. forbid the Americans have watched Pitchfork. something with an accident. Yeah, <laughs> pitchfork. So anyway, that that's I've I've been enjoying Goliath, even though it is preposterous. And every episode ends with something even more preposterous. There's a bit where somebody gets hit with a right at the end of it. The two characters are walking out of a court, and they're going, "Yeah, so tomorrow we're going to do this court case." Goes, yeah, yeah, we definitely are going to do that thing. And then one of the characters just gets hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and you really like you just see her. The truck comes whizzing towards. I you don't and, understand how. Like every episode seems to have a car accident in it. It's really weird. People who got walk out <clears throat> into the street and get hit by. 
things mm-hmm. I don't quite understand. Well, I understand if somebody they stop and they turn around and talk to you. Yeah, and and you're, then, like, you're gonna get hit, mother. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like I don't yeah. understand how they don't hear it coming. If you run out, yeah. if you're running, because electric, like, electric cars, people yeah. like you sneak, sneak up on yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, but the good news is we can't go fast enough to do any real damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's probably, it's probably not worth reviewing, but uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker is worth watching just because it, it provides a nice little sort of a coda to the new Batman adventures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. And it, it, and it <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Well, no, we, we, well, that's, that's 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 Amazon Prime. Oh, well, that's actually, what you yeah, well, yeah. because I've been on the sofa all day, I watched The Outlaw, Josie Wales, then I watched The Mystery of the Batwoman, and then I watched... What, what have you... Right, Return so right, that's what we've all recently watched on, on Amazon Prime. What have you all been watching most recently on Netflix? Can you remember? Watched, Queer Eye. I watched the first episode Queer of Eye? Luke Cage. New oh, like the new series of Luke Cage? Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I, I spend... Far longer now on Netflix, just looking for things to watch and uh, that's being my experience of Netflix is just looking for things. Yeah. Uh, everyone watches Queer Eye. Yeah, I don't like shows like that. With gays, you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like what? I I don't like shows where the people try to change things. And oh, say, right, okay. And, you know, I, I mean, I I never liked you know changing rooms or uh, uh, that show with um, the garden. What was that called? Changing oh. gardens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, with Charlie Demick and uh, and, and Alan Titchmarsh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I assume this is like ground that, force. Ground force. Yeah. And I assume this is like that, but for people with yes, yeah. It says that you you're just a husk of a person. And we're going to fill that out with clothes. Yeah, no, I no, it's, it's actually not. No, that that's been very reductive. It's actually very good. They they have somebody who Does helps it, them but, with. But people aren't like I. I, for example, do not think I dress in a way that represents who I am as a human being. Oh no, I disagree. I... Disagree strongly. <laughs> I can see way too much thigh right now. <laughs> Like, just an uncomfortable amount of thigh. What do you think it was like for me when you st- splayed your legs? And, that, there, and like, that to me like... is you encompassed as a human. It is making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, they have people, they, they, they'll help you learn how to cook. They will help you with goals that you want in your life. It's not just a makeover show. Um, yeah, and... I mean, I've seen so many people raving about it saying it's a life-affirming TV. It, uh, Life-affirming is a bit much, but it is very, like... I have gotten into a bit of a place sometimes where I just want something that's nice. Mm. Yeah. That isn't like Nice big is drama. hard. It's, nice is really hard to very, find. Yeah. And th- for a while it's been, it used to be Friends. My go-to thing mm. was just Friends and I, I, I can have it on in the background. We were, we were but watching Friends Kate shows and things. And not, yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently people are, people are annoyed about Friends. Oh my but goodness. Th- then it's uh, comedians in cars getting coffee mm-hmm. because it's just people having very funny yeah. conversations yeah. and there's no agenda. Oh and shit, it's just I all... remember. Oh yeah, right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll um, pick of the week which I wanted to talk about. But Queer Eye, it's nice. It's not, it's not exploitative. They they're doing a nice thing. The person is up for it. They have volunteered for it. They're not like so all of a sudden going, I'm happy living in my this, trailer with this, like my rag on a stick. Like, w- go away and leave me <laughs> alone. This was going to be my pick of the week last week and I forgot about it. But now you've mentioned nice things. I really, really enjoy Gardener's Question Time. And I don't have a garden. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, what I really enjoy Gardener's it. Question it's on, Time? It's on, it's on Radio 4. Because when, oh. you're, when you're in the car, like I'll pick up my kids or whatever in the car and I'll put on questions, Gardener's Question Time. And it's nice and gentle. And there's no agenda there beyond how do I get slugs out of my garden? Or, you know, yeah. what, what's the best way to do a rhododendron when it's yeah. a bit mulchy and stuff? And what do you think this is on, on this here, on this leaf? And they go, <laughs> oh, well, it's probably that. What do you think? On hmm, a yes, radio program. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> it's really... It's 
it's really yeah, nice I, I and used to listen to it all the time as well easy. because I think I've got this weird fetish for listening to people t- who really know a lot about a yeah. subject yeah. talking about it even if I don't know anything exactly. about it I actually exactly. that's why I, I used to like TED Talks but then TED Talks became so formulaic yeah. that it's like you, uh, every yeah, single and, one and once I like started watching TED Talks going I think that's bullshit <laughs> 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 I don't think that's going to change the world the way you think it's going to change yeah. the world yeah, and and the, yeah, and you you don't get the sense either that they're, I mean, they're up there to say whatever it is that they're gonna say in a way that's you know digest sized, and sometimes you want to you you want to you know give me the food give me a bit spin. of depth, show me some give, graphs, yeah, show, yeah. you know, be enthused by it in a non rehearsed way. But then at the same time, some things just don't deserve. Like I watched the TED talk on a guy, and it's my fault for watching it to be honest, but he was there selling a a wet wipe. Well, and it, yeah, and it just dried your hands slightly quicker. Well, did you watch the one with the guy who uh, was uh, telling people how to dry their hands with using paper? Oh no, that was paper? it. No, that was it. That was the guy. I got it wrong. No, yeah. it's the paper oh, yeah, towel drying we've thing. All, yeah, we've all been drying our hands wrong, and here's yeah. the correct way to do it. That's Fuck a off. that's a very useful maybe one page to and put have on the, the outside of a saying, toilet. But it's like you know, chanting back his method. I was like, I don't, if I were to use two wet two two hand towels to dry my hands I knew it was something Fuck about you, drying you hands you can't make me use one hand towel yeah I and, but do I also don't want to get judged in a bathroom if I reach for a second one because my hands are still clammy yeah by somebody wait, looking at me going I don't, you didn't I, shake I mean I've been to a lot of male bathrooms people don't even wash their hands let alone dry know, them properly I know <laughs> my, my, oh, I hate the my ones kids that have seem the to have sprinkler attachments on their cocks because their piss is oh, everywhere cock <laughs> yes <laughs> you can't talk about your child's cock. That's well, that's a better word to use. What's a better penis? I mean, oh, that, that, I mean, what's a good? Because we obviously we don't have a problem with swearing on the show, but whenever you go, my child's cock. Like if, you, yeah, if you had a little girl, you'd be like, my daughter's fanny. <laughs> that's not even equi- that's not even equivalent. You'd have to like I can't even I, I, I can't even bring myself to say the word that it would have to be to align it with with. Cock. Yeah, all right. Look, I look. It came out My faster. My daughter has a sprinkler tester. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about. I was thinking. Right, right. I wasn't thinking about this today, but I was trying to think of how to t- say this. If I were going to say this out loud, and I honestly couldn't think of a word. Oh, you were you a pussy? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's no way you can talk about your daughter's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that's not that, that. Oh yeah, my windows are open again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, neighbours. At least we're saying you can't say these things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it makes it sound like I'm chastising someone for saying. <laughs> well, right, okay. That, well, they they appear to have sprinkler attachments attached to their equipment. Yeah, winkies, 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 winkies. Peeps. No, no. All these words are horrible. None of these words are good, really. Anyway, they're better than cock. All right, I accept that. <laughs> Come on, Nathan, wipe your bell end. <laughs> Stay to your cock. I don't, I don't. I really. I mean, I'm not comfortable now with this conversation at all. I'll be honest. Except this is this is territory you dragged us into. I don't know what you're doing. I I was hoping it would be glossed over very rapidly. I wasn't expecting that. Did you let's did you have stop inst- here? Stop for a moment and let's talk about this for twenty minutes. Did you have instant regret? As I was As soon as it yeah. came out, I regretted it. I didn't realize it was going to be a new feature of the show. Maybe there'd be a theme tune. I don't know. It's PJ's parenting corner. <laughs> Please, in PJ's perineal corner. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where were we? Oh, uh, I don't know. My son's way off to Rome uh, this uh, this Friday uh, with uh, 30, uh, 40 kids his age. How old is he? He is 13. And is this his first time away from... His first time away from home. Parents are our first time from with him away for like longer than a week, and you you know he has longer than a week. How long is he going to Rome for? He's going for a week. Oh no, for <laughs> longer, <laughs> longer than two or three days. Oh, We've okay. never been away from him longer than three or four days. I yeah. think. and and he has he has autism. It's not very bad, but it it can be bad. It it can be quite sort of anxiety inducing and stuff for him. And he's and he's like, oh yeah, this is fine. But he is sweaty and smelly, and it's like thirty one, thirty two degrees oh. in Rome. And he's going to be sharing with two other kids that that yeah, cry. they'll God, be sweaty toilet, and smelly their too. Their toilet must will be covered in pee. They'll have to they'll have to need waiters to get into that toilet. <laughs> for God's sake. I'm not sure what it is about 13 year old boys or why I went through the same phase too. Where like, where like you just didn't want to have a shower. Yeah, you just didn't want to be clean. And you know, I remember my mother ordering me into the shower, and I'd stand in there with the shower on beside it, getting my hair wet, and <laughs> yeah. coming out and be like, "Look, it's done, okay." <laughs> and she'd be like, "You're still stinking." <laughs> and I don't know what the resist—I mean, what the resistance was in me to actually having that shower. <laughs> I wasn't doing myself <laughs> any favors. Do you know what I genuinely think? There's a certain part of it is a is a I don't want to grow up because, like, when you're very little, you don't particularly smell bad ever, no. and then yeah. and then you hit at a point where you're nine or ten or eleven. And puberty starts beginning the beginning, and you're sweaty and stuff. And because my my youngest is starting to go to school, uh, is, and he's coming back sweaty and smelly because of the heat. And it's like, come on, let's put some deodorant on you, Tom. It's like I'm not ready for deodorant yet, Daddy. I'm like ten. Don't well, make the me... stink lines coming off. You say otherwise. So yeah, well, I know, but I mean that's hard. It's a hard. It's a hard for for them. There's a, there's a point your kids will probably your kid will come across this too. I think when. Tom and Nathan were both about seven or eight. Where it was, they, it was almost like they suddenly became aware they weren't babies anymore. They weren't little children anymore, and they were slightly older. And they get quite upset about that. And it was like, you know, I've seen Tom in bed where it's like, you would like a dummy now, wouldn't you? No. And yeah, yeah, I would like a dummy in a bottle, a bot bot and a dummy. And it's almost a hug his teddy bear when he's going to sleep. But so you, the, the, I think there's a kind of I don't want to let go of childhood. I want to keep hold of it. And I'm I'm aware I'm getting older. I'm aware things are changing, and I don't. But like I don't that. understand how smelling accomplishes that. Well, it it doesn't. It just means you know that moment where you have to put deodorant on is is I definitely have changed. I think I was just scared of losing my sexual musk. <laughs> <laughs> you're yours more of a sexual muskant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just this funk that had built up on me for like <laughs> three or four days that I was like we've all we've all sniffed ourselves. I was gone, certain was God, attracting all erotic. the women of the third year. You know. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I smelled that bad. But what I did smell of was the deodorant that I had chosen to use. That's Link, what Lynx Africa. Lynx Africa, <laughs> and that's what made me smell. Do they I, only make links now? Is that all? Like, still, a, I mean, there's you, there must there's be links, other things. But, that, but uh, yeah, you, you can buy links. I think you have to buy links because if you don't buy links, you're coming into school with a tin of Right Guard, and you're just like, oh, that's our options dad's are yeah, pretty poor, aren't they? Where's, I mean, your, where's your dad's deodorant? I still there, use links. There's, there's, a, there's an advert for shampoo or something, and it's like an, a Castrol GTX bottle, oh. and it's like, why? Why? And it's got caffeine in it. And they're like, well, why? Oh, why is ca- how are they selling the idea caffeine's important in your hair? Well, as we talked about on last week's show, the, the Blind Boy podcast. Um, he brings up the, the idea of toxic masculinity in that mm-hmm. you have to sell things to men in a way that makes them feel like they're men. 
mm. and you know, th- in a way that makes them feel like they're not buying a feminine product. So, uh, so, so they package things in ways that men can feel like, yeah, I, I'm getting the <clears throat> the ultra rugged shampoo here. Yeah, I'm not yeah. getting the the, the I, feminine I mean, one in the I, white I bottle. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. But I do question the validity of that. When I also saw an advert for for like special gel for shaving your chest, <laughs> I was like, going, that's what. Oh, don't make. Mm. Hang on a second. You've convinced women they've got to shave everywhere. You're not doing it to men. Fuck off. I yeah, mean, but, I, but, I don't but know. If they where. called it tactical shaving gel. <laughs> you can't be grabbed. I mean, there are some, part, there are some parts shaving. of me that I still that I shave. I don't shave my chest. I, 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 I wish you hadn't have been so non-specific there. Yeah, yeah, because you've got a full Cause, beard. Cause, I, know, because, yeah, I do have a full beard. Because <laughs> listener, your imagination's running really wild yeah. at this point. I mean, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna when let you've them. Got I'm just a full gonna beard. You don't shave your chest. There's some bits of you you still shave. Are you shaving your head? No, no, that's what I thought. No, I'm shaving nothing. Are you not? I have I have shaved areas. No, I have but, I have I have a creep of hair that comes up from my oh neck yeah, I, up, I shaved, up beyond the, up beyond collar. I'm, I'm weirdly, thing, especially now that we're in t-shirt season. Yeah, it's like no, that's got that's all got to go. I'm weirdly that's uncomfortable with having a slightly hairy back. Yeah, but but also can't reach enough of the hair on yeah. my back to shave it. I so had it's to like, go out, and I don't want to say that. And would you shave my back? Because that just. That's going to kill any sexual thing. Just, just oh no! Hold on! Hold on. Well, I had to go out the other week, and it was too hot <laughs> to wear a shirt. <laughs> but it, I still had to look quite nice, so I put on a nice t-shirt and a nice pair of trousers. But the 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 hair on the back of my neck was slowly creeping up, and we, Hannah, <laughs> we had no we had no razors in the house, so Hannah went and got wax strips. Uh-huh. Oh, nice! And she waxed the top of my neck. Okay, which was fucking agony and she, went, ah. and she loved it yeah i'll remind you of the time i had my pubes waxed off for charity oh my god i forgot about that oh but no, no i mean you. i'm just not a particularly hairy person i am um, i i very much am but i wanted to, the, to going back to the toxic masculinity thing because i want to i don't know where my innate lack of that came from masculinity or toxic masculinity both Either I am, I am very, very much aware that I am not a manly man. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! PJ thought of something. Hold on. Annette said to Nathan because she packed on some tissues, but they're kind of girly tissues. They've got flowers on them, and she says, um, "Nathan, do you want me to get you other tissues?" And Nathan goes, "Mommy, the style of tissue I have won't affect my masculinity in any way. I'll still <laughs> blow loads into it, regardless of what's on them." Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about that age. <laughs> Do you know what? Right, because you told that story on Twitter the other night, yeah, or, did you, or did you tell it in our group chat? Anyway, you, but you told it anyway. And what I thought whenever you had said Annette was asking, "Do you want me to get you some other tissues?" I thought you meant like a pack. Here's a pack for your nose, and here's another special well, pack. Your, your parents must have been kind and nice to you. I mean, my dad didn't embarrass me like that. Till I was about eighteen. <laughs> I, I, used bag full of condoms. I used to thought that's what man sized tissues were for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting out a disappointing amount of jism on these man sized <laughs> tissues. His mum was always asking me where they were going. I'm like, you used to keep on putting them in my room, they're going to get used. <laughs> I have a really runny nose, mum. Again. Yes. Uh, that's the, that's the you thing. don't sound too blocked up as I, I will. Like, right, my balls all, say otherwise. All joking aside, right? At fourteen is when I was introduced to the joys of self abuse. Don't say introduced. That means it's something someone else is involved. Yeah. Well, no, somebody else told me about it. Well, you should try this. I went. I'll give it a go. It was, and I was like, oh, that did nothing for me. And then I, I thought, I'll give it another go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're getting really good at it now. <laughs> 
<laughs> the heavens open. You've been practicing ever since. Uh, I'm really good. I'm done in two seconds flat now. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember around sixteen or seventeen that being like the how fast can you do it? <laughs> yeah, like, like like that was oh the, that was God. the that no. was the you, you know the mark of quality. Well, no, yeah, no, no, I remember having a conversation with other 15, 16 year olds, and it was um, I'm down to about four times a day now. <laughs> Not me. I was like going, really? I mean, geez, I barely find time to do one, but like four well, times. Down, a like, day. I'm trying to cut down. <laughs> yeah. like, like I'm smoking Fred a pack a day and whacking four I'm times. I'm definitely just going to do it twice a day. No, I won't. <laughs> it seems definitely like definitely just going to do it twice a day. And what brought him to that conclusion? I don't know. Probably I don't know. I don't. When know. the fourth one was did just your parents air? ever catch it? Did your parents Numbness? ever catch it? Because my dad caught me once. Uh, no. Did no. he? Did, did he catch you and like bring it up? Because I no, I, he didn't I need to. I was bringing it up myself. Oh. <laughs> 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 No, because I think no, that I might have got caught he, one he, time, but no, nobody ever he talked about it. He opened the door, it. and I was kind of I sat astride a K's catalog <laughs> or some such. Oh, the K's catalog! No. He it's like the, son, son, son. the door very quickly. Like, does it have to be the stereo gear? <laughs> I closed the door very quickly and then walked down the stairs and never was it ever mentioned again so I think they kind of let me go you know that that's fine so I don't you know and I've uh, like Nathan I, I don't know I, do, I mean who knows with your kids right and you sort of don't want to know but also know. but also it's like well if you're going to do your something, bedroom next to his well the, he shares a bedroom with his brother so I'm not Whoa. quite sure that's, so Thomas that's knows <laughs> Thomas waking I up honestly, seasick every morning. I honestly think Thomas, <laughs> Thomas will be doing stuff like that long before Nathan is. It just seems to be their personalities. But um, yeah, we, we, so he's got he's gone on, on a school trip to school trip to Rome. To Forty Rome. other kids. We uh, went when I was thirteen, second mm-hmm. year, I think thirteen or fourteen. We went to, so we had two options. We could go on the ski trip, yeah, which is the trip that all the cool kids were going on, yeah. But it was expensive as shit, yeah. and we didn't have money for that. So the other option was the French cooking course. <laughs> not in France, no. Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Well, that's not awful. But they made us. We drove on a bus from the school to Strunra uh, to Larn. Mm-hmm. Got the bus from Larn to, or the boat from Larn to Strunra. Drove from Strunra to Dover. Jesus. Got the ferry from Dover to Calais, then drove from Calais to Toulouse. Oh no, I'd have killed myself at this point. Like <laughs> there was, it was a double decker bus. A double decker. A double decker bus full of kids, maybe oh, five teachers horrible. who were blocked from the second oh, that they got God, on the bus. Yeah. And this is when you discovered masturbation. Then, <laughs> <laughs> but we were on. I, I like how long would that take? We must have been on that coach for. I don't know, 20 two, hours? Two, three oh, days. Like, so friends. It was her. And when we got there, the hotel was mental. It was four of us to a room. There was a dog that only had half of its hair. And we don't know why. Some, <laughs> well, some of the kids got robbed by a guy with a switchblade. Fucking hell. <laughs> One of the wow, teachers got into a fight outside the supermarket because he was trying to protect a kid who called another French kid Gross Garçon. Which stands fat boy okay. from the safety of the bus. Okay. <laughs> and then one of the hey, teachers was like, on. one of the teachers was like, right, like, everybody hey, off. <laughs> one of the teachers was like, look, you put the adjective after the noun. It's garçon gross. <laughs> so they kicked him off the bus. Then a fight ensued. 
The Fuck. teacher had to fight this kid in France. Wow. And then we all bought BB guns and came home. Wow. Yeah. I went. I learned how to flambe a steak. Okay. I ate some seaweed. Uh-huh. But there was that many of it's us. It's when you burn it. Yeah. It's all flames everywhere. There was that many of us that one person could only do one part of the meal <laughs> every day. So I got to go once. Okay. In the four days that we were there. Wow. God, it was shit. So it's what's he doing in Rome? What's he seeing? He is, oh, he's, it's, well, his school is a Catholic school and they're on a, a Catholic thing. <laughs> so they're, going, they're going to the Vatican then. They're going to the Vatican. They're going to see the Pope. They're going to go to the um, uh, all, all the old things and then see all the old stuff in some churches. It's basically a whole Catholic thing. I but got engaged in Rome. It was quite nice. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you got engaged in Rome. No, my sister got engaged in Rome. At the Trevi Fountain. No, I was going to ask at the Trevi Fountain, but then I looked around and I thought, there's plenty of gypsies around. I might get robbed when I bring oh, this so ring out. Could, could be unlucky. So we waited until we got back to the hotel. <laughs> but yeah, the Trevi Fountain was exactly... I mean, I had the ring in my pocket, and then I looked around and I was like, no, there's not a chance I'm bringing <laughs> anything of value in this area. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, Pompeii. He's going to Pompeii as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's a bit nervous about the flight, but he's quite excited. And he, he's saying, well, the problem is, our, our difficulty is, I've talked about Nathan before. And, Has he ever flown anywhere before? What's that? He's never flown anywhere He's before? flown before, but never this distance. So it's okay. it's always trips to England. But the biggest problem is, is we're kind of going, now, Nathan, you've got to be, you've got to be nice to people and be pleasant to them and don't, you know, don't insult. Uh, is there any of your friends going? No. Do you know any of your friends going? Well, there's people from my class, but they're not my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. Well, you know, do you know them? No. Okay. Why? Why not? Because I don't like people. <laughs> it's like, uh, please, please be nice and pleasant to the other kids. Yeah, one of the kids he's going with is she's a little tiny boy who's about half his height, and uh, is is I think he's got albinoism, so he's, he's pale white hair and uh, has his eyesight problems and stuff. And you're kind of going. Will Nathan say something? Because it's hard to know. And yet, Oi, Chalky! <laughs> it's hard. Well, you know, I'm trying to bring him up to be as kind. And Actually, we had a big discussion about this the other, the other day in the car. Because Nathan and Annette got caught up. Did you see the, the stuff that happened in Belfast the other day where, where there was a... <laughs> I'm trying to gloss over what he said. I'm trying to move along fast and without dwelling on it. Whereas you're laughing. I tried really hard. <laughs> I, I think sometimes it's best for... I hope people realise that when Ron says stuff like that, it's meant it's it's meant to try and provoke a reaction. That's all it's doing is to provoke. And it's done. It's worked that on Scott. Uh, but I'm trying to move through, move through, keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, did you see the riot? That, well, not a riot, but the... the the oh, fascist that. That and Ormaru, anti-fascist yeah. groups that got together. And it was, then went to it wasn't well. City Hall. It was oh, a big, big was thing it? happening in the City Hall where uh, your woman, the the oh. uh, the, the DUP woman, the horrible DUP woman. Uh, it's hard to pick pick one, but um, Which one? the the one who's who's been retweeting a lot of the uh, the one who's in support of Robbie. Wat- uh, what's his is name? Is this Emma Little Pengelly? That's her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's a she's weird a, one for oh, me. Is she, su- nice. is she supporting the f- fucking Tommy, Tommy Robinson? What's his face? Yeah. My my problem. Is whenever they whenever they put her up to vote, I was like, she's kind of my type. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so God, like, she looks like she'd be really abusive to me. <laughs> so like, she'd you know, tell was, me off for doing anything. I was like, oh no, she's in the DUP, but she looks like a bit of a gore for my. <laughs> <laughs> oh God Almighty! 
She, uh, oh, she's just a horrible, hateful person. She is horrible. Yeah, and hateful. She, she, she is unpleasant. So again, Ron's type. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right up your street. Just like, right. <laughs> like let's be fair to Susie. Susie's yeah, no, I should. No, sure, no, God, no, yeah, Susie's, Susie's so against your type. It's a wonder that that, <laughs> that she sticks with you. But um, yeah, um, there is a, fr- a friend of mine. Don't worry, lives locally and uh, a lovely bloke. He got together with a girl about ten years ago, and she was so like him. I said very early doors. I said you two should not be together. You should not be together at all. It's the worst mistake of your life. You're very supportive. I, I, well, you know, I, I like them both. And I said, but you should not be together at all. You're just a very bad combination. And he went, yeah. And he was with her for 10 years. And then they got married. And he stood up. He said, Paul, Paul, you said we would, you should, we should be together. Didn't you remember? I went, yeah, I, I did say that. I, you know, I had some heart. That I was clearly wrong. A week later, she left him. Now, <laughs> It's uh, my my radar's usually good on this stuff, you know. Um, but anyway, I well, so obviously you phone him up by the way. You're like, told so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right. So Nathan and Annette and Tom got caught in this thing. And the, so the ba- we didn't explain what it was. So basically, there was a f- what we would call a far right protest in support of. There was a, here's the problem I had was I was trying to explain this to Nathan, and every time I try and explain something to Nathan, what I want to try and do is give him both sides and hope he comes out on the right side on his own. Without me pushing okay, an agenda. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to go... There's people out there who think black people don't have right to exist. And there's people out there who think that's a terrible thought. Which one of those is right? Yes, that, 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 that's the thing. Usually it's like, well, some people don't believe in God and some people do believe in God. Now, I... <laughs> Ron's just tried to scratch between his toes with a CD of some description. Um, uh, so anyway... I, I kind of found myself describing this fa- anti-fascist uh, thing like so. So there's a woman called Emma Pingali who's in support of a guy called Tommy Robinson. And Tommy Robinson was arrested because he got in front of a judge and said that things... The judge said, don't say that again or you'll be arrested. He did say that again. He was arrested. She got up and said, this is not right. And they, there was a big march. And then other people who don't believe in that went on on a counter-march. And and then I, I kind of realized I am I am both side in this when this is not so fucking no. you know this is so obviously clear cut these ones are a bunch of cunts and these ones are all there's right. been quite a, a big push that I've noticed over the last like week or two specifically about this civility and the discourse ah. and it's uh, or so well the, the the push that I've seen is no the civility time is done. Yeah, that is where that we're we're done with well, that now. And because, there, somebody posted up a really, which I thought was a an, an interesting little, like, uh, saying or phrase. That, um, I think it might have been an old uh, an old Jewish saying, or I might be misattributing that. That said, if you have ten people at a table with a Nazi, mm-hmm. you have a table of eleven Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the like trying to rationalize what these people are doing yeah is pointless trying to allow it and rationalize it i think i think it does two things one is that they are counting on you doing that yeah they are counting on both sideism and going yeah yeah okay well okay that's a reasonable point you're making about this and i will allow that to continue up until the point you've locked me in a prison and then i'm going oh hang on a second you know, um, I, I, I just, but anyway, I, I found myself going, actually saying to him, do you know what, Nathan, I've tried all the times you've asked me things, I've tried to give you an explanation that sees as many sides as possible, but I'm not doing that. These people are wrong, and this is why they're wrong, uh, and and these people are, 
Now, you can disagree with their methods or whatever, but this is what they're fighting for, they're trying to do, and that's what happened there. Um, and, and, and Annette's going, I hate this country. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, I'm not happy but about it But at this point, either. where can you go? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, I mean, I guess what happens is that the... Uh, can we turn some lights on in here? It's getting very dark. It makes it sound like we're sitting in the dark. Looking at we other. are sitting in the dark. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn the light. Look at that. Okay, there you go. There's some light. You want that? Want more of that? More. More, of, more of that. More of that kind of thing. More of this. More of that. Is that too much for you? No, no, no. It's just a, it's the wrong temperature, but that's okay. Yeah. That's so the wrong temperature. Whenever, you, whenever you see people like the, you know, the DUP supporting people in the far right, it's because yeah. they, they understand very well the slippery slope concept. Yeah. And they understand that whenever you come, whenever, whenever right-thinking, decent people come for the far right, Mm-hmm. that's the extremity of, of what they will try to curb and then it just moves closer and closer to the centre and the DUP are sitting there going, well, once they've scooped up the Nazis and the people in the alt-right, then we're next. Mm. So they protect the far right, you know, yeah. and they protect the, the so-called freedoms of speech that those people enjoy because yeah. they know that as long as people in the far right and the fringes are protected, then they're easily protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's so, their buffer zone. Yeah, the buffer so, but, zone but is always well, the worst. I think there's, uh, yeah. there's also a, a kind of, well, we're never going to win these people over on the left in, in any argument. We're never going to yeah. win them over to our side. And yet there's all this crowd of people on the right, further right than us, maybe further right than we would even necessarily think or, or believe in. But... They're our natural audience, and we just have to pull them towards us a little bit. It's just, I, I, I just, I, I don't, um, I think she's particularly Emma Pingelli, what's her face, is particularly disingenuous as well. She will post things and go, oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't know what this was. She looks good in tights, though. God, you oh. fancy your pants off her. <laughs> she's my MP. I'm, a, I'm allowed to fancy my MP, surely. <laughs> I, I mean, I, this is the thing, is like... The, if she actually literally came here stomping in a Nazi uniform, it would literally just make her more attractive to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your face. I'm like, how did she know? <laughs> <laughs> she called me a Schweinhund. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, we veered we veered into some pretty serious stuff there. Let's talk about some. Films. Yeah, we are not the people to talk about serious no. issues at all. No. But I, but here, right here's the thing that I'm I'm starting to discover, and it's really it's really sort of upsetting me is that it's almost impossible to to be neutral now. Like Switzerland get to be neutral because they can afford to be neutral. They can cut off all ties and have nothing else. And nobody else gets to be neutral, you know. Yeah. And, and you're forced to pick sides all the time, whether you want to or not. I mean, I, I, there there are friends of mine have gotten in touch with me on uh, privately and emailed me things saying, "Look what this guy said a while ago, like nine years ago," and you're left going, "I don't, I don't. That's terrible. What they said. I don't know what to do here. I don't know. Am I supposed to? What am I?" And so I end up unfollowing them, and then they 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 contact me say, "Why have you unfollowed me?" And you're like going. You said something terrible nine years ago, but now I feel shitty because I probably shouldn't have unfollowed you for that. And, and you're left making all these little micro decisions that just destroy your soul and, and any kind yeah. of enjoyment of what you're doing. It it makes you feel like you're drawing, uh, you're drawing a box for yourself in a certain it's shape. It's definitely becoming harder to separate <laughs> the art from the artist. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, this morning I read that um, there was a, a Twitter account created solely to relate the story of how the singer of Tool raped um, this girl as, you know, who attended one of his concerts. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, Maynard? I can't like Tool now. You know, it's a band that I've loved for like 20, yeah. 20 years. I'm like, oh, shit. You know. Not Maynard. Yeah. 
So, oh man, I feel your sympathies are, are with the wrong person. No, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's disappointment know. for me. But what a fucking asshole! So, I mean, this is you know, everything becomes politicized, you know. Yeah, I mean? and you're saying everyone has to take an opinion. I, f- I feel that every single day, you know, yeah. especially whenever you talk to family members. Um, like, I don't have a particularly progressive family, hmm. so anything that comes on TV, I just don't talk about it now because yeah. I don't want to get into an argument with family members. Yeah. Um, you know, people who I'm like, like bound to for Tied life. to forever, yeah. whether yeah. you want to be or not. And yeah. I, I'm talking about like you know, the closest members of your family, you know. Yeah. And they will have you know probably more right leaning views than I do. So I just do not get in. A discussion I think it's a given. They've got anything. more right. You're quite left leaning. I'm. I'm. See if there's like an edge. Yeah. I'm off the edge, hanging, <laughs> <laughs> wondering why none of the left people are pulling me back up. On it. But um, yeah. I think we're all quite left leaning. I think. I don't know, Scott. This is where we find out. Uh, Scott's, yeah. Scott's signaling that he he dresses to the left yeah. or to the right. Uh, uh, yeah, in no, a, in I, a I way that suggests that he's got enough length to make that choice. <laughs> whereas I feel he's probably dead center. Yeah, Scott was like, gesturing at his knees there, which is <laughs> confusing to me. <laughs> so we're why do you kind think of I'm not wearing shorts? Now, which, is, which is not to say if you're right leaning, you can't listen to the podcast and enjoy it. But you know. Oh. But because we don't generally Although I have noticed politics. a a complaint recently, I mean, especially on a lot of technology forums. Um, like today, there was a there was a story about how Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, mm-hmm. he was doing an interview and he was talking a lot about how he uses his platform as uh, the CEO of Apple to talk about a lot of social issues. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and Tim Cook's gay, and he and he he uses um, his platform at Apple to highlight pride in that area. Yeah. And if you go to any of the Apple or technology blogs and they mention this article and his interview, there's always people below saying things like, "I don't want Apple to talk about politics. I don't want Apple to talk about these things." And mm. what they really mean is, I don't want Apple to have different opinions from me. Yeah, you know, if these people were at all socially, you know, socially conscious or pushing to the left themselves, they'd be fine with that. Yeah, but because they're not, they they want their cake and they want to eat it. They want to be able to say, "I like my iPhone and I'm conservative." Yeah, but it hurts them for some reason. And people's politics are so in, entrenched in every little iota of them that even the device they hold in their hand to text them, it bothers them. Now, to be fair, if, if Apple were coming on and saying something like, uh, yeah, I think everyone who is brown should be put in prison, I would be looking at my iPhone going, I think I've made the wrong choice here. But see, but here's but that's a very, very different thing. But, but like people, you, people They're would, saying that that, yeah. that is an opinion that infringes on someone's human rights. Yeah. Yeah. Saying but I'm, that's the, yeah, that's uh, the thing, isn't it? That, the, the, so far as I can tell, a lot of the right-leaning stuff seems to amount to leave us alone, but also we're going to come after you. Whereas a lot of the left-leaning stuff seems to be we will make you leave other people alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it yeah. seems to be it's just, it's one very, of the I fundamental it's, differences. It's really hard to have a counter-argument to Ron's point about Tim Cook because all of the counter-arguments are, what if we put all brown people in jail? And you're like, yeah, well, yeah. no, that's, that's yeah, not yeah, the, the same as uh, wanting to have equal rights for everybody. Yeah, it's not the same as wanting to take away a right. It's not the same as wanting to take those rights away. away. Yeah. Like, but yeah, but we talked about this, I think, in the first or second episode of the show where... Or, or I think where I said that I find it really confusing when people throw the word liberal around like it's some sort of insult. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I always grew up thinking, well, liberal, liberal means free. Liberal yeah. means literally someone who is in support of freedoms. Yeah. You know, but not I find everyone, the whole thing very confusing. It, it, it is com- it is confusing because it's I... It's tiring and exhausting. And, and it's I just, why I, I, like, I, I've 
barely use Twitter yeah. now, which is a shame because I used to enjoy I got it a, a lot. Twitter argument. Um, oh, I saw. Oh, which I one, saw. Which one are you talking oh, about? Um, I got the one where arguments. you he had a go at you for you. You made a comment about a woman's appearance or something. Not not you made a comment about you made a comment about how yeah, well, drawn, here, here, drawn yeah. the anatomy was here, as difficult. Here's as here's, here's what happened that that I saw. Somebody posted a tweet about um, uh, you know, look if you're going to draw women, go and have a look at catalogs. Go and have a look at this. Go and have a, and a big thread about stuff. And I didn't really get a chance to read it. And I, I skim read it. And I went, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, my opinion is, if you're going, that's true of every single thing you've got to draw. If yeah. you're going to draw anything in comics, you've got to draw the bloody thing. If you were you've got to research of, it. If yeah. you were drawing World of Tanks and you hadn't picked up a Jane's World yeah, War Two, yeah. like that, that's just silly. Yeah. Um, and but uh, but I I don't know what it was about the post, but I felt like don't post this now because this is if I post anything about it now, it'll be in reaction to that. Or it'll appear to be in reaction to that. So I sat on it for a couple of days and then I posted, hey, look, if you're going to draw women, absolutely look at women's catalogs. Absolutely look at fashion magazines. But also, you know, if you've got to draw sofas, look at what sofas look like. Look at, you know, if you've got to draw computers, look at computers. If you've got to draw cars, look at cars. If you've got to draw anything, look at anything. And then it was and then it was kind of basically what I'm saying is drawing's fucking hard. That's what I was saying. Um, and I thought it was relatively uncontentious. Yeah, it sounds fairly benign to me. Yeah, but it yeah. turns out it turns out I think was the the people that reacted to it were reacting to I think what that other person was saying, which amounted to look, if you've got to draw women, draw you know. I think they were a, a lot of that was a reaction to stuff that J. Scott Campbell had drawn, where he drawn sort of um, very. Was this the po- was this the the uh, no. it was it, well, you're saying thinking Pocahontas because Pocahontas drawn yeah it wasn't Pocahontas it was, was, was Jason Campbell's films were like Danger Girl yeah no he did a drawing of it was like a little Indian well Native American character from um, from uh, Peter, Peter Pan, Pan? Oh, okay um, Tiger Tiger Lily Tiger Lily he drew Tiger Lily oh in a, yes in a sultry kind of sexualized manner that is this the, the shot like, of her on her knees yeah yes yeah, okay sorry yeah, I, I, yeah I, so I th- and I think I there was Pocahontas. a kind of reaction God there are so few women drawn in comics well just draw them well but it, it, it felt like it was uh, you know one person sort but of I don't got like I couldn't be arsed going back through all of the fucking uh, I, I, I saw some of the tweets that were coming at you and I got the gist of what yeah but I don't understand what their problem was well I, I it, it was it was I think people were going look we're not saying that what we're saying is if you're gonna draw women draw you know draw women try try harder it's like, well, I'm, I'm not saying that's not what yeah, you should do. Yeah, you're saying if you're going to try harder with women, try harder with everything else as well, because yeah, everything yeah. is as... Yeah, well, I think that was that was the thing they were taking exception to, is not everything is as important as drawing women well. If you're drawing a character, a female character, it's as important as drawing a car. And I'm like going, well, not if your story did is about think cars. You, yeah, but did <laughs> they know? think you were reducing a woman I think down they, to... I think there was, a, there was I mean, an element a, of that, but I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like that was... He treats objects like women. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think that was reactive to other things. Yeah. And I think that I just happened to lead off with the wrong foot on that. And I, if I'd left the women bit out of it and said, look... These draw this, draw this, draw this. Yeah. These are all it hard. It would okay. have been it would have been a different reaction. Yeah. What was funny was I got sort of the first reaction was someone who follows me and kind of went, "Yeah, no, I'm not saying you've got to draw like you don't have to memorize the catalog or anything." And then we had a big discussion, and it felt like to me she was going, "Women are so poorly represented in comics that at the very least you can do is learn how to draw their costumes." And I was like, I was kind of thinking, "Well, I don't. I mean, I don't want to get in an argument about that, but it feels like." try harder at representing women better in comics rather than 
just it, it's okay as long as you draw us with nice clothes. Yeah. Which felt like the argument, but I, I, I might be misinterpreting that. And then the other person was kind of going, they retweeted my tweet and said, this person's saying drawing women's is as important as drawing cars. This dick. And 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 then they we, we I, the thing is when someone you bet though you bet no, hard on that one yeah I did but, instead but of just instead I, of I just did like, but I'll tell you I I think I think people tend to kind of go look at that fucking dickhead right very quickly and if you go well I was only trying to be like this and they go oh well that's probably all right then and and it's always funny to watch them come down it's always funny to watch them sort of back away from that aggressive stance. Um, when I say funny, I mean it's always interesting yeah. to me to watch that that cool down happen in real time, uh, and that's what was happening. I was kind of going, well, here's here's what I'm really saying. I mean, I understand if you've, I mean, I what what do you think I've said? Because I I don't think what I've said is what you think I've said. So you explain what what you're saying in this, and we got into a big conversation. And then um, what annoyed me, I think, was that um, he was also tweeting at the same time and essentially tweeted something like, well, I've uh, th- I explained to this artist that that this is happening. And he went, well, I don't care because I don't see it. And I'm going, well, if I don't see it, how do I, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's basically saying, well, you're, you've walked into this not knowing the context of what you're saying. I'm going, well, I've only caught my context, yeah. not your context, yeah. my context. That's the only context I've got. I will open up. And if you, if someone says to me, it's, it yeah, if you've be, got pages of research on this that I haven't I will seen, look at, yeah. I will look at it. Yeah. But, and, but he came away kind of posting his own thing going, yeah, this is it. And then I just realized afterwards I had been mansplained to. <laughs> I post. I think I was just mansplained too. That's yeah, the I, first for me. Weirdly, I've kind of lost count of the number of times I've been accused of mansplaining and then managed to get myself a new Twitter friend out of it <laughs> by the person who's accused me of the mansplaining. Okay. Because I, I generally wade into arguments just kind of, you know, I think that's a, I waving th- a baseball bat. <laughs> I, th- I think, though, that, that's, a, that's a computer technology uh, IT guy problem. I think that... Yeah. It, because, I mean, I am certainly... Like, I, age 14, working on computers, I was used to having to explain things to people and being able to simplify stuff mm-hmm. down and explain it. And also going in to explain things before people are even aware they didn't quite understand it. So yeah, I, I, I d- still I sort of do that. I it's definitely a, think I approach a lot of things like from a, a explanation first type yeah, attitude, yeah. You know, which isn't always helpful. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's, de- it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, not. I, 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 I behave the same way. I behave exactly the same way. Uh, so anyway, Aww. pick of the week. So we do pick of the week before we close the show. How's your tune go? Pick of the week. It's the pick of the week. I think it's a different tune. Yeah, that's a very different tune. It's a very different tune, but it's a better tune. Uh, Do you want? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll start this time. Okay. So I'm going to pick Apple's AirPods. Really? Which I. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry, listeners. We were unaware that this week's pick of the week would require you to have a fortune in the bank first. Well. I'm going to say Apple's AirPods or any Bluetooth headphones that fit inside your ear. Now, there's not that many <laughs> that do, but there are there are competitive okay. ones. But uh, actually, for the price, they're actually... Reason- Can I see them? I've never actually seen them. They're reasonably price compared. And do you know what? They've got a really satisfying clippy top. So, um, I whenever AirPods first came out, I went out and bought a pair on the, mm-hmm. on the day of release. And I had returned them within a week because I just decided that I did not like them. Yeah. They didn't sit in my ear well. Um, and I couldn't really... I couldn't really marry myself to the idea of spending what was £159 on headphones, on earphones that were not as nice as my big over-ear headphones. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, your ears must be well sweaty under there right now, though. Oh, you had no idea. <laughs> so um, then, I, then about eight or nine months later, I kind of took a notion that I'd try them again. And I bought a set, and I don't go anywhere without them now. 
they oh, are okay. kind of I stopped thinking of them as being like the ultimate sort of you know sound quality mm. they're the ultimate in sound convenience yeah they they literally just pop them in your ear and I have podcasts and audiobooks wherever I go yeah they are you know they're those the most zero configuration um you know, bit of technology I've ever owned. Okay. First time you open it up beside your phone, you, you literally you buy them in the app store. You open it up and your phone goes. There's some AirPods nearby. You want to pair them? You tap the thing on your screen and they're paired. That's like that's magic. It. That whole thing where you do stuff with your iPhone and nearby. Yeah, nearby the, I mean the HomePods like, pair the same way. They do. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they all use the same the same chip. Right. And but I, you don't need to take key in your password for your Wi-Fi and your Apple TV. Just put your just wave your phone at it. <laughs> and it also it, it also pairs automatically with any device that you have your iCloud account set up on. Okay. Oh, so, really? So if I'm watching Apple TV, I can just select my AirPods as the as the destination. I've never paired it to my because Apple TV. Because I... Anyway. Uh, my pick is also going to be uh, headphone-ish related, but this, oh, really? this okay. yeah, but this isn't going to be it at the minute. But the 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 Bluetooth headphones that I have at the minute are over ear. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't that expensive. I got them. I think they were thirty pounds. We I think we reviewed them on one of the shows. They're the one audio, um, the one audio Elysium. I think they're called. They're they're good. They're fine. Mm-hmm. They're only thirty five pounds. I think. But my problem is I flip between my iPhone and my iPad. Yeah. I use my iPad in work and I use my iPhone when I'm out and about. And I have to unpair one to to pair it with the other one. Okay, so in this case, all you would do is you go into the audio, where where is the audio going? Yeah. And you just select the AirPods. That's really handy. And same goes for if you had a a Mac or a MacBook. So what was your pick of the week then? Well, I I was going to let Ron finish and then... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they're not cheap. There's no getting around that. They're know. at one four nine. I think they're one five nine. But I'm. I keep buying dirt cheap Bluetooth things, thinking these will be awesome. These ten point things. Well, the other thing is, shitty. they don't have. I mean, the the battery life isn't huge on the actual AirPods themselves, but the case holds enough for about four or five charge worths. Mm-hmm. So okay. you basically charge up the case, <coughs> and you you every time you put the the headphones back into the case, they're getting charged up again. So your your headphones are almost always at one hundred percent. And yeah. does, the, does the case have? Uh, wireless charging does not. No, they they don't have the wireless charging one out yet. Okay, but so, it's got. And will it come as standard with the AirPods when they release it, or is it going to yes, be? Yes, I paid? believe. I believe so. I believe once I, they I release, would be, I would be worried that I would accidentally bring out with me a floss pack. Because <laughs> the, the, uh, they, they do look like a little pack of dental floss. Um, yeah. And what happens if you lose one? If you lose one, you can go to the Apple Store and they you can buy. Um, either, left or a right you one? can either buy a left, a right, or a case. You know, you can buy one okay. component. I think for like seventy quid or something, which is steep. But I have not yet lo- because they come with something to put them in. You do not yeah, lose yeah, them. You don't yeah. lose them because yeah, you always yeah, put yeah. them in there. It's only if they pop out of your ear they might. Yeah, might I mean, they, they they do stay in really well. well I've seen I, people I, running with them and stuff, so they're obviously kind of well. They stay in really well. I mean, I think for some people who run um, maybe have like there's like little over over the ear gel type things mm. you win, but I don't like these because you can't close them inside the case. Yeah, then. yeah. So, yeah, it's an expensive pick, but I Good. would recommend. I mean, the great thing is if you if you live near an Apple store, you can basically try anything for 14 days for free. Yeah. So you can basically Good point. buy whatever you want. Um, Go in, and if you don't like it, you can take it back in 14 days and say, nah, I'm not fussed on it. And they, I've, I've and they, found with the Apple store that it takes you about 13 days to get served. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you can do is you can just buy it using the app online. You go down, you show them the receipt, and they just bring it out to you. Yeah. All right, what's your pick of the week? That's My goals. pick of the week is tangentially um, associated with uh, headphones and the like. Uh, it's actually a free gift from a bank account. 
okay. This see, is my. This is see my, how you snuck that in. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. This is my, anyway. This I just think this is a good deal. I, uh, I'm convinced the bank have paid him. <laughs> tell, uh, tell us uh, about also your bank all deal. sponsorships are open to. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, the, nine, the, nine, our nine sponsor books are open, but <laughs> yeah. closing We're especially fast. happy to take sponsorships from Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> <laughs> um, First Direct. I got an ad through Instagram saying, switch your bank account to First Direct. We'll take care of all the direct debits and you get to pick a free welcome gift. Mm-hmm. And one of the free welcome gifts was a pair of Bose over-ear headphones, which I had wanted for quite a long time and they are expensive. Bose over-ear headphones. I'm oh. thinking that's a new market. That is a, that is certainly not a thing. <laughs> um, but the other things you can pick from is Bose in-ear, in-ear Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. You can pick uh, a Fitbit. You can pick a camera. There's a bunch of stuff. It's all in and around the hundred and fifty pounds. Really, mark. I am really distrustful of bank accounts offering free stuff. Why? Because I think, well, where's the? How you pay? How is it? Where it can't be free. Well, so, somehow it's been paid well, for. Well, here's the thing, um, and usually by you, Muggins I mean, here. A lot of a lot of banks, a lot of companies understand that the cost of customer acquisition is higher than the cost of customer retention, so that they they will they will front Stop load that. Mansplaining. They will front load that with a free gift if that brings you in and it's cheaper than what it would have cost yeah. them to yeah. pull you in. Then that's a, it's a great yeah. thing yeah. for them. Okay. Well, well, what they've got out of me so far is I've transferred my bank account across to them. Yeah. I've selected my free gift. Uh-huh. Since doing that, yeah. they offered me a 0% credit card for balance transfers, and I took it. Okay. So that, you know, they, it, it worked. Yeah, okay. So that's... But, I mean, is it no charges? Is there nope. ATM charges? Nope. Nothing? Okay. Here, here's no, my first question. direct so are basically HSBC. How, so how do, how do you lodge checks and stuff? And lodge you can do it at any HSBC or in any post office. No, there's only one HSBC in Belfast. Or any post office. Any post office? Yes. What about cash? Is that the same? Yes. So you can just take cash to the post Into office? Into a post office. That's good, because I've been thinking of changing my bank account, but um, I currently have a, a Monzo account. Yes, I have a Monzo account as well. But you can't lodge cash into that. Yes. Which is a total pain. If they had the, the post office thing available to them, yeah. I would probably switch all of my bank account into yes. it. I find Monzo incredibly useful because I don't deal that much in cash. And anytime I have had to put cash or a check in, you just you do kind of think, oh, yeah, this is why this isn't my primary bank account. If, if, I, if I could deal with them via the post office, I have a post office and carry it off. I, yeah. And it's open to like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So I could do it any time yeah but i can't do that right now yeah so first direct um you can lodge anything at the post office um it's not like i don't know what how they are as a bank yet i've had it for a month but the deal is a good deal yeah um there's a lot of different free stuff that you can get um and how, how does it uh, yeah i mean the, most of the payments i i get are direct into my bank so it would be a pain that are telling everyone i've got a new bank account presumably there's no post oh, you'd have to direct. go to all of your different pays yeah. and, and say yeah, yeah, please look at my new bank but well, that's okay that's, that's not that many um, okay well so uh, that's, it's, that's it's just, it's just a good deal a although I may sell the Bose headphones and get a pair of AirPods yeah. <laughs> uh, my pick of the week is uh, delete your Twitter apps off your iPad and iPhones for a couple of days there you go that seems an odd thing okay. but after my experience on Twitter uh, I, I kind of find myself getting quite angry and upset and thinking this is not for me and I deleted, rather than delete my Twitter account, I deleted the Twitter apps, which made it less convenient to get to Twitter. So I could still access them from the website. I could still access it from the, access it from the computer. But I, I really felt, because I, I got 
after that whole debacle about um, that sort of argument, I found myself, um, Annette and I got into a little bit of an argument. And it was largely because I was just very touchy after... I'm just in a bad mood. Yeah, it's just yeah. a bad mood. And I was like, why am I in a bad mood with I mean, family I find that, and stuff? I it's like, find I'm that becoming increasingly the case. And I left Twitter for about six months. Yeah. I just d- deleted the... Didn't delete my account, but I did delete all the apps. And I um, logged out of the desktop in the in my browsers. Yeah. Um, and it has one of those big, long, stupid Apple yeah. things. So uh, it's a pain in the ass to put in. So I was gone for about six months and yeah. felt much better. For yeah, it. it does. It feels like it's worth doing, even just a couple of days. I mean, I still love Twitter, and I, the, there's stuff I do on Twitter, like the, that Friday fix-up thing I've been doing, where yeah. I'm looking at artwork and stuff, which I really enjoy doing, and there's a lot of friends and nice people that I like, but it's, it's when you do a tweet and it goes beyond you, and then suddenly you're arguing <laughs> with people that don't follow you, and have t- you know, taken something you've written. Well, I certainly don't gone. have that problem, but you guys have a lot more Twitter followers than I do. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've got a couple of thousand. PJ's got 10,000. About eight thousand, but 8, you know, like eight thousand sounds like a lot. But if you do a tweet, you'll get maybe fifty likes, twenty likes. You know, it's not uncommon for most That's things not to not be seen by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but no, I, I've been thinking about doing the same thing just because. Well, recently my engagement with Twitter's gone way down, but then there's friendships that I maintain solely through Twitter. Yeah, I, yeah. I have the same. Yeah, I, I mean, there were friends I had just on Facebook, and I kind of. I kind of miss them because I've been off Facebook for a while now, but I, I, you know, I don't know if I want to get back into that cesspit to, to see. It's like you guys are still in there. Yeah, well, I'll phone you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I think if I if I could cut Facebook out of my life, I think it would be an improvement. Mm. Uh, Why can't you? I'm kind of stuck with it at the minute because um, I kind of have to deal with work stuff through Facebook. Right. Okay. And and a few other pages that I manage or have to interact with. That's that, you're talking about the uh, Sunnyside uh, uh, podcast show. Yeah, like yeah. well, that, that's one, but that, that's such minimal involvement. It's literally a which is a shame, and you should all come and say hello to us. <laughs> but I mean, uh, at the minute, it's like the things that I look at on Facebook are like specialty groups for like really boring Wi-Fi stuff, and yeah. Yeah, that and that's they're they're informative for me, but yeah. nobody I know is on, is on those. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even advocating delete Twitter, delete. You know, I'm saying come off it for a couple of days. Just do that. Yeah. No, but I'm, that's I'm, my pick of the week. But I'm Come very off aware, Twitter for I'm a very aware days. that a lot of my interactions with these things are negative. W- negative. They would be. Yeah. It would be best best described as negative. You know, it's it's a. Yeah. It's I find, well, actually, just b- b- very very quickly before we go, Hannah got an app called Moments, uh-huh. which I think costs a couple of quid off the um, app store, and I know that Apple are kind of going to make it a bit obsolete with their new iOS update, but uh, it basically puts a timer on mm-hmm. your phone time oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. and uh, when you go over that timer it makes an incredibly annoying noise and bombards you with a pop-up every three seconds yeah to prevent well, you get to, viagra to, to just get make it, viagra to just make it have annoying you seen the viagra tv ads by the way yeah they're not adverts for viagra on telly really yeah because yeah. you can buy it over the counter now yeah um but yeah, so something like that, uh, Hannah has found very helpful as well because i do notice that maybe next week's pick of the week will be little blue pills if anybody wants to send us any uh, to tests, yeah, we'll give them a go. Fitting one of those up your cocks real nightmare. <laughs> Based on last week's show, we know that... No, I'm no, I'm no, I'm not. It doesn't even touch the sides. No. <laughs> but no, probably, I, 
I have I've I've installed the the iOS 12 beta and that screen time feature. Yeah. Uh, looks really interesting and also terrifying. But here's and, the thing, right? You know exactly where all your life I is going. I don't oh, necessarily. God. I think sometimes I have two or three brilliant hours on Twitter and sometimes I have shitty one or two minutes on Twitter. I haven't Twitter. had like it's, I, it's I, not, I used to have that. Yeah. I used to and it would be whenever like actually talking about the the Batman figures with some of the guys that, that listen to the podcast on Twitter um and various other kind of mm. action figures and collectible stuff. That's been the most enjoyable that I've been on there, but that's for months. Yeah. It's just been like it just feels like an assault on your happiness yeah. all the time. Well, and the, I the, don't the, know why I keep Friday, going back. The Friday fix up thing I've been doing is a, is an effort on my part to enjoy Twitter again, to to, to yeah. contribute something, something positive, positive and something yeah. useful and, and um and something that you know, I mean, I, I, something that isn't going to raise any hackles with people and yeah. go, I don't want, why are you doing this to me? And that's, so, um, yeah, it also, it also helps sometimes just to go private because then your tweets can't go beyond the people yeah. that follow you anyway, yeah. you know. So. I mean, my, my fear is, I mean, there is, there is a concern that, uh, that Twitter are going to make third party apps just a non, non starter mm. uh, on the platform. They've kind of, they've kind of been releasing, um, well, they, they basically have withdrawn an old API that a lot of those apps use to access the streaming Twitter, yeah. and it's going away. Um, oh, uh, iOS 12 is a, is a thing for chapters on MP3s. It does. So, so yes. Chapters. In L- look out for that come October. <laughs> um, but I think if Apple forced, if Twitter forced me to use the Twitter's main app, yeah. I think that might be it for me on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't use that. I, I don't understand app the app. I don't understand wh- how people use it. I, I can't I get do. my head around it. I, I use it all the time. Oh, God. Oh. It's, it's just... What's wrong with it? There's, it's uh, awful. It just seems Pretty so... Basic. so Counterintuitive. Counterintuitive to how yeah. I use Twitter, which is just, I just want a streaming chronological list of tweets. I don't read all the tweets. I'll skip to the top of the tweets and I'll maybe Would it, would it down, surprise you to know that most of what I do on Twitter is look at the notifications where someone's talking about me? That would not surprise <laughs> me. In fact, I'd be shocked if you did anything else. Well, I follow a lot of people. So, you know, there's trees. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, that's been a show for this week. That's been a show, that's for sure. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with something else. So, yeah, uh, Ron's leg will have healed itself. It may well have. Yeah, hopefully the temperature will be something more reasonable. God, uh, please let it be something more reasonable. <laughs> Otherwise, our show's going to move to like 12 o'clock midnight <laughs> or something. Yes, yeah, so we'll be back with our 12th of July special. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll see you all then. So it's been goodbye from me. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.